Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Red Right Radio, the uh, NZ's greatest musical podcast ever made. Besides all the other ones, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, this is just, um, I'm your host, Nigel. And I'm all. the other host, Jabu. And we're going to give you the hottest goddamn news in New Zealand or to do with music. And we're going to give you some gigs and some other hype shit. So, if stop this. Let's all just get ready for it. Get ready to rumble. All right, so what's the first topic? Our first topic today is Taki Tane and Jason Garrison. Live. Live. So they'll be playing in the sweatshop, Brew Kitchen, in the um, May the 16th on Saturday. It sounds like an unfortunate place for small Chinese children. B- I know, just, you're going to call something sweatshop. You're going to profit <laughs> off the off the misery of thousands and billions of people who pro- um, prop up this uh, this um, uh, capitalist system. Best case scenario is really just talking about uh, a lot of sweaty white people dancing yes. to really, really awful ah, music. Ah, oh, oh, not awful. We get, we're, we're we're promoting this, all right? Well, you're not taking Tane. I'm talking about, you know... The... Like, in general, it's a sweaty. You love the sweat. Just lick a man's... Or oh, ladies, sorry, we're not sexist here. Just lick their elbow. And, you know, if you, if you really feel... feel in love you can your, feel the hype. If you really feel in love for yourself, why don't you give yourself a good lick in the sweatshop? Yeah, man. Off topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think we recovered from that, but yeah. Uh, so, um, he'll be taking that Tane. will be there with Jason Kirsten. And uh, live from 10 o'clock and 16 of May. It's, R18, it's an R18 gig, so there's no dirty little kicks there. Yeah, you won't, we don't have to worry about stepping on a four-year-old. Yeah, so um, uh, you could be able to get some tickets uh, from Ticketmaster. For, they're about to go for about 20 bucks, so that's not bad. That's not bad? Yeah, it's not bad at all. It says, um, it says on the website it's 20 bucks, so I have a feeling it might go up if you're not, if you're like late. But uh, just have a look-see yourself. That's like a pack of ciggies, right? So yeah. you know, back at Siggy's and a bit of Winnie Blues. Yes, go go without for a week and you go can go see a sick show. Exactly, exactly, exactly. A sick show that you'll spend twenty dollars on one drink. No, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yep, yep. So yeah, okay. So next, next. Um, it's um not it's sort of tangentially related to Tiki Tane. Uh, Tiki Tane. There was a little bit of a, a thing, a kerfuffle for the um X Factor thing. That the X Factor, um, he he was basically got it on a tiff on tiff on Twitter. A tiff but, on tiff. Yes, because um, there was all these rumors about oh X Factor, Tiki Tani's going to be the new host after those two assholes were booted out um, for bullying on a show that's basically about bullying. Anyway, um, so you mean you mean Lord Farquaad and uh, what was it? And that woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah that woman. woman. Sideshave and Sudikins. Anyway, she he just went on uh, Twitter and he was like, nah, this is a terrible thing and it just, it's pretty, uh, it's just, uh, uh, it's about bullying and all this thing. And yeah, she's not very happy about uh, yeah. X Factor in general. Yeah, he's not. And um, so, yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's really, um, X Factor, this little thing probably ruined, it did a real blow to X Factor's thing. Oh, absolutely. It factors uh, PR, you know. So moving on, because that's mainstream bullshit. Who cares? Something related to the, to the whole, like, a little bit little, little related to the X Factor thing. Who, who in a high school and sort of knew about the old uh, holding it, um, Smoke Free Rock Quest thing? Yes. Right, so we're going to be talking... I had a guy, and his name was Ryan, and he did it every year. Did he, he fail every year? Yes. He oh. didn't fail, because the only failure is the thing that you don't try. So, so speaking of trying new things, if you're not into rock music, why not go into I Am Giant's new concert? Because they announced their first NZ tour since their UK-based singer Ryan Redman joined the lineup. That was a pretty good segue, if I do say so. That myself. was a decent segue. You know, yes, all that radio training is paying off. Yeah, who who, who knew? 
Who knew? Who knew? Anyway, the um, the so the it's, um, there'll be start off in uh, Dunedin and then Christchurch, Christchurch, and they're going to kind of backwards. <laughs> so their their last right. their last gig, yeah, they're starting starting at the bottom and then they'll come here. Right. So their oh, first okay. one will be at um, July the twenty third, and they'll be at Dunedin at Refuel, wherever the hell that is. And then they'll go to Christchurch, then Wellington, New Plymouth, Hamilton, and finally the most important city, uh, Auckland, on the first of August on See, Saturday, and it'll be they'll be at the power station. So I thought you were going to say Gotham City for a second. That's pretty important. In the whole Auckland's basically team. Gotham City. How is it? How is it Gotham City? I'd no. say Wellington's probably a bit closer to Gotham. Well, yeah, that uh, Wellington doesn't have like high buildings, you know. Yeah, but it's and full- ha- uh, Hamilton has one high building. Yeah, but it's full of dark, edgy hipsters. Yes, yes. Um, I'd say, uh, I'd say, I heard in Brisbane, there's this one building they call it colloquially the Batman Building. Wait, what's that? Um, because you you um you get a visitor to Brisbane and you 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 can just say to them, okay, so one of these buildings is called the Batman Building. Guess which one? And they'll just immediately point it out because it looks just like gothic as hell. So yeah, I am giant. Uh, how are they, how much are the tickets costing? How when will they be released? Oh, it doesn't show. It doesn't show. Thank thank you. Shh! Don't say the name of the source. But um, yeah, they'll be um, they, they've just announced it. So um, ticket tech or ticket master should be. Well, you can probably estimate it to be around twenty five to fifty bucks because yeah. you know we'll probably give it. Um, probably next week we'll give you a update on on, the on prices the thing. and stuff. Yes, yeah. another good segue. Segwaying across to the next topic, it, this is more of a worldwide thing, and it's um, it's more of about the music industry itself. We're more closer to be about the fans and everything, really. The fans, man. It's a Spotify's little survey. Um, what they did, and it's kind of kicked up a stir, even though it's like cold hard science truth. You know, it kicked up a stir for no reason well, among, you know that- among idiots like. Evolution did, <laughs> and uh, what is it? Anti-vaccination. Oh my god! Good job. Yes. But this isn't a political podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, um, so what they found? Um, it's they found they found something out that was pretty obvious. It, basically, when you turn thirty, you stop listening to new music. Like um, it starts off at fourteen when you start listening to the radio, and that's all you listen to is mainstream music from top forty stuff like The Edge and ZM and. Yeah, I'd say the rock to an extent. If yeah. you're an, um, but uh, uh, and it just continues on, and you get your own little niche. You may get off a little bit and listen to Mumford and Sons, man. So but you re- probably go back to it. But this isn't of all people, but just most people who aren't who like who like they 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 aren't they're music pedestrians. You know, they're the kind of people who say when you talk to them, so what kind of music you like? They're like, yeah, I'm into Coldplay. And sometimes I like ACDC, you know, that sort of thing. Yep. So the research is basically quantified. At one point, you'll go, the music was better back in my day. Yes, and that all happened when you turn 30, statistically. And you, you just... You're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, holy shit, I should listen to ABBA. Yeah, it's like the uh, like if you're born in the 80s, like you just wake up at the, um, when you're 30 years old. I'm not going to even bother doing the math to that, because that's like too hard for my brain. You wake up and you're like, ah, you know who was really good? Boingo, Boingo. I love that thing, <laughs> that song about little bo- little girls. Yeah, it's so good, and you just pretend you're not old. You know how but, wo- like, it's, that guy who goes, you know how wonderful Vanilla Ice was? He re- oh, he, he was excellent. <laughs> he, really, ice, really, ice. he really made my winter. Uh, uh, let, let us know. Uh, so, you know, um, you heard that interview with Ice, um, Vanilla Ice. He gets confronted for blatantly stealing the riff from Under Pressure. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's... Um, how'd, how'd that go? How'd he's, that go? He, he's talking to the... Um, he's talking to the interviewer just basically says, Oi, mate, you stole this, eh? It's very similar to this. His exact words, probably. I didn't watch it. And it, it opened on ice. Like, no, 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 bro. It goes like this. Okay, under pressure is like... Do, 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 do. Whereas my song is like... Do, 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 do. See, course. it's completely different. And this is a real interview. And a few years later, he just said, nah, I just ripped it off. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, Sean Kingston ripping off. Uh, what is it? Uh, I think it was a BB King song for Beautiful Girls. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, did he? Oh, see, oh. That's know, like his only song. It, he looks like Corey in the house. He does. He does. Uh, well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a BB King song. Um, but it was, it was Stand By Me by somebody else. Mm, mm. For, for the first time I heard that was on uh, this Timon and Pumbaa thing. Oh, yes. So, the, our last topic before we have an exciting interview will be the probably the most best gig of the year, okay? Now, Michael, who would you say is the greatest artist of all time today? It's a tough question because uh, there are a lot. I'd say probably... I ever give you a clue. They start with Michael and they end with Buble. You're, pre- you're, pretty, you're pretty on there, Michael. No, 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 Jabu, Jabu, Jabu. Now, the best thing about it, you, you hear Michael Bublé, and you're like, I want to hear Michael Bublé, yeah? Yeah. But wow, Michael so Bublé is more of an idea, and he possesses <laughs> all of us. So therefore, if you see a tribute band of Michael Bublé, that's exactly the same as seeing Bublé, because he, like, quantum leaps into other people's bodies. Oh, uh, yeah. And specifically bands that uh, tribute him. Okay, yep. so what I'm saying is you should go to see a Michael Bublé tribute band at Port Chevalier RSA. On the 12th of May. Oh, non-members, just $15 door sales only, baby. 7.30pm, because you know if it was 9.30, it would just be way too late. Do you know what you could also buy for $15? What? A hammer. You could. You could buy two hammers, actually. You could buy two hammers. Or even free, if you know where to look. And Get free shitty hammers. And it could, and you know... Uh, all the hammers against, hammer them. Your, against your skull will potentially yes. be more entertaining than the show. You get yourself tinnitus, and if you're really into like drone metal or like drone noise, <laughs> you'll be like, "Yo, this is sickly." Yeah, I actually saw this thing on like a Four Chan's music thing. This guy actually wanted it legitimately. I don't know if it was a troll post. He wanted to legitimately get tinnitus, so he's like, "Oh, I'm really into noise, and I just want to hear the buzzing with the sick beats all the time." Tribute bands are the both the best and worst thing of all time. Oh. You know, they give people the. Uh, you know, it's sort of like a sexual roleplay thing. People wake up and go, you know, I want to be Ozzy Osbourne today. And they go and start a tribute Black Sabbath band. I remember you telling me once, I think you were listening to Rock or something, and you won, like, tickets to Akadaka, and you did it while you were pissed or something. He's like, yeah, you won a ticket to Akadaka, oh, sweet. And you got it, and it was turned out to be Akadaka, the ACDC tribute band. My, my, like, my greatest shame. That being said, they're really big in, big in Australia. Well, but yeah, that being said, it's, really, it's Australia. Oh, they're from Australia. They, like, tour every ten minutes. They're like, nah, I need it now, mate. <laughs> I need it now. They're not coming to bloody Perth. Yep, uh, they're not plumbing to bloody Alice Springs. Prime, prime sponsor, uh, Victoria Bitters. Oh, yeah, VB. Oh, VB is the worst. <laughs> so, anyway, back to Michael Jubilee. Jubilee. The description says... Join the jazz experience, an evening of big band swing featuring a 12-piece big band, vocalist, who cares, and the music of Michael Bublé, Frank Sinatra, of course, and more. More singers that may or may not be from the 50s and share racist ideas and are probably senile or dead right now. I'd like like to go there and just see how many trumpeteers are all like, I I just want to commit suicide. Yes, I'd like to do the exact opposite of all of that. 
Oh, you mean you'd not go at all? Yeah, not go at all, and not commit suicide. <laughs> but yeah, so that was pretty much your last, no, that your first episode, the last topic of the first episode of Red Right Radio. I feel like I've been talking too much, so you want to wrap this up? Maybe. Yes. Alright, so, thank you guys for listen, for tuning in today. That was the first episode of Red Right Radio. Tune in again next week. We're going to give you some sick hype news, son. It's going to be coming at you um, by th- Friday or Saturday. And uh, this will be your hypest news. We'll give it to you, to you next week. So, yeah, that's going to be good. Um, right uh, Now, we have an extra special treat. We're going to be interviewing the man who made it all happen. We're going to be talking to Jesse J.R. Carpenter of Red Right Hand fame. I made out those middle names. Just yes. out of the, out of, the J is for Jesse, and the R is also for Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll see you next week. Here's, here we go. Hey, this is Michael and Nige, and we are here covering the man, man himself, head of Red Right Hand on Red Right Radio, Jesse Carpenter. Hello, Jesse. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, 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 good. Thanks for um, including me in on this. <laughs> including you in your own thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's great to be interviewed for my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I... I wanted you guys to be in charge of it i was actually surprised when you said hey we'll interview you it's a it's sort of a bit like marrying yourself or marrying your own yeah, child yeah high-fiving yourself sort of thing <laughs> yeah. so why'd you start red right hand um mainly it was just because i was writing for tearaway magazine for a couple of years uh i thought you know if i started my own thing it could lead me into um a a, a job or a good career since um what was it university wasn't going too well for me and um so I, I, I sat down and I thought about it and, and I pulled together ideas. I told my parents about it and um, they really liked it. They really knew like this is what I was into. And um, so my mum and dad gave me like $100 to, to start it. And, you know, I, I'm always like pitching ideas to my parents about how to get rich fast and stuff. Yep. And they're always like, oh, whatever, Jesse. <laughs> you know? yeah. And um, But with this one, they were actually really like cool yeah this sounds really good we'll, we'll support you no matter and and that made me really go wow okay so my parents are taking me seriously this is actually like something that could could actually work and so i um i sat down and 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 you know i've just been throwing ideas around and and it's just slowly been building up and building up and yeah yeah so you know how's, how does red right hand differ from other gig guide sort of things um i wanted to make it a lot of it local um well like within new zealand um i didn't want uh you know i didn't want it to be just another like news media sort of thing where um where they cover big big acts i thought it would be pretty cool to have local acts like local bands local djs um you know within auckland wellington just anywhere in new zealand and then i thought you know it would also be cool to have international acts to bring in a wider audience and a larger audience and, um, you know, people can go online and, and read about a show that, you know, say a, a, an internationally recognized artist comes to New Zealand and someone goes online to read about a show that they did and they look down and they see just some small Auckland uh, DJ or, you know, a band and they just read about them and they go, oh, these guys sound pretty good and uh, you know, they can read about an, any upcoming gigs that they've got on, and, you know, just pretty much giving small artists 
publicity along with large artists i think just get just giving them a louder louder voice yeah yeah pretty much yeah yeah sick 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 so um since started that how many how many gigs you, how many gigs have you been to since i've started it yeah um sure i've lost count eh? right. <laughs> i i i usually go to about one or two a week and that's like a mild sort of thing every wednesday i i go to the wall and and see that and that's always good to cover uh and then on the weekends i usually there's always usually a concert on so what's the wall the wall is a pretty pretty like like i like it it's just because they um it's it's an event that takes uh that oh sorry it's an event that um, happens once a week at Cassette, and what they do is they bring over a artist from overseas, and it might not even be a, a big artist or anything. It's just it's, it just stands out because it's, they've gone that extra mile to bring someone over um, to Cassette, and uh, I mean it's it's just something you'd have to go to. To all right. So what's the big? What's the best gig you've been to then? The best gig, like, like this know, year or in my life. Oh. <laughs> Uh, both. Let's, let's go with this year first, and then you're like... Uh, this year... Oh, I... I've, that's a hard one. I'd probably have to say... Um, Fallout Boy was pretty good. <laughs> 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 I liked Fallout Boy. Um, just, just mainly because it brought back a lot of memories from when I was younger. Um, I saw Judas Priest as well. They were quite good. They p- performed at West Fest. Um... Who else? I, gorillas a couple of weeks ago. They were really good. Um, and then for my life, I'd have to say Roger Waters, Pink oh, Floyd. Yeah. yeah, I saw him twice. He's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of um, the uh, Mud Honey, which is a Seattle um, grunge band. Uh, they've they've played with Nirvana and, and stuff like that. They um, came over and did a small show. At King's Arms, me and my old man went. They were really hard out. They were really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, what, 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 um, what were defining parts of those acts? You know, what, what made them stand out? Um, I feel as though like the the energy that they, they um, they pull, <laughs> like 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 um, you know, you can play music and and you know, it's a lot more interesting if you have a good stage presence than. You know, you could be the man at guitar, but you could just be sitting on a seat in front of 300 people, and it's not very exciting. I feel as though the artists that stand out for me are the ones that get the audience involved more, and they jump around, and they, you know, they're not too fussed about whether or not they fall over or, <laughs> you know, break something. It, that's the sort of stuff that stands out for me. All right, so you've been, you've been in the crowd as a fan. And uh, now you're sta- now you're standing a little bit further back as you know a writer. Have you ever been have you ever been on stage, you know, as the artists themselves with that stage presence and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've, I play guitar and I've I played in bands. I mean, it's um, it's it's pretty cool playing for other people. Um, it's not something I've done lately. I'd like to. Yeah, not much time. Though. Yeah, not much time. I'd like to get back into playing with bands and stuff. I you know I usually play guitar. And um, that would be something that I'd really look forward to. I could maybe interview myself and my <laughs> on my website. 
give so, myself some publicity. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, so, mean like, uh, oh, uh, so Jesse, what's like being a Skucks King? Yeah, oh, it's, it's pretty great being a Skucks King, Jesse. It's it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the eventual goal with the Red Right Hand? Um, where does it stand out in your mind? I'd like I'd like it to become the monopoly of New Zealand <laughs> New Zealand music, um, like like a gig guide. Um, just just as something that everyone, anyone and everyone can go to. I don't want to limit it off to one single genre. I feel as though sometimes, some weeks, uh, I'll cover a lot of bands and it'll feel like it's mainly just a band website. But, um, you know, I'd like it to, to be able to, you know, people can go on there, read about, sh- uh, read about stuff. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. Um... <laughs> I'm trying not to say anything, eh? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, read about bands and stuff like that. And um, so you're open to doing like a little, you know, smaller nights with uh, with ARB DJs at uh, you know unnamed DJs at uh, clubs and etc. I'm sorry. So, for example, I'm going to things like um, what, what's a bar 101, and they've got say you know you and I know Craig, but you know when he first started up, he w- he went there unnamed. He was just he was just the DJ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. I I I only go to bar one one when um, my friends make me go. <laughs> uh, although I, I, it's not too bad, three dollar drinks. I feel really old being in there, but um, it would make it, the club a lot cooler if they actually had, um, brought over a few more acts other than Geordie Shore people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't we won't mention Geordie Shore just yet. Yeah, oh, you're going to mention it. Uh, maybe later. Maybe. <laughs> um, all right, so... If I have to interview Paul E.D., I'm sorry. I'm no, yeah, no. We, 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 should, um, we should get Sam to do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That would actually be pretty pretty cool um, in, in regards to having a... For, for the YouTube channel, which will be starting soon. Just throw that in there. Red Right Take. Red Right Take. Yeah. Um, you were asking me before about the website and what I want to do with it. I want to hopefully be able to start selling concert tickets as well oh yeah off it um you know just instead of it just being a, uh because at the moment it's kind of just a, an interview and review site i also want it to be more of a news site as well and i mean it just takes time and 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 money and that's just that's just what <laughs> you know you know two, just, two things you don't have it but have at the moment yeah yeah, yeah I don't, I mean, but um yeah no definitely it's something that i just got to work towards just build up build up over time right, so last question uh, it's not Jolly Shore is it no it's not Jolly no, Shore okay, thank gosh. Uh, right. so it's really important though okay. uh, when you were growing up did you ever wear mummy's shoes <laughs> <laughs> that's yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean like we had um, we had like a I was going to say a closet and I'd come out of it, but that was like, <laughs> we had a closet that had, um, that had, um, lots of old clothes and stuff in it and we'd, we'd dress up. Yeah, but, not that your game's uh, coming out of closets, of course. <laughs> no, of course not, but, um, yeah, I'd say, uh, yeah, probably. So you've come out of a few uh, closets then? Uh, what? No, <laughs> not, I mean. I've uh, come in a few closets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, interesting question, but I'd, I'd have to say yes, but I'm not sure if I remember it too well. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been years ago. It would have been years ago. I haven't done it lately, like last week or anything. You know, oh, you're going, going home to 
Carrie Carrie soon, so you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Th- uh, thanks, Jesse. Okay. Thank you so much for talking to me.